This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. This is, this is Pulse 95. Yes, this is Pulse 95, the Morning Majlis show. And I'm really excited for this discussion. I said earlier to Rania, I think it's going to be quite an eye-opening and a really motivating discussion because we're joined by Joan Rester, who is a cancer survivor from Friends of Cancer Patients. How's your morning going? Good morning, uh, Rania and Louis. I'm very well. Uh, thanks, God. I arrived safe here from mm. Dubai to Sharjah. <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for coming in and spending your morning with us. I'd like to talk about the journey that you've been on because I can only imagine that becoming a cancer patient to now a survivor, that's a journey. Mm. Yes, that's very true. Um, it's a long journey and it's not a uh, you know, smooth journey. There are a lot of challenges and uh, yeah, but I'm here talking and sharing. Um. So talk to us about how you found out. First of all, when did you find out? What did you feel? Yeah, initially, uh, I just had this normal pain mm-hmm. so on my breast, mm-hmm. which is normal every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was hoping that it will go away after, you know. We usually, like, ladies have period. Of course. And then uh, it didn't go away. Mm-hmm. So, and it was only in that particular side. I had it on my right. Mm-hmm. So that side still painful and this is the time I had this like you know a bit of um, uh, doubt so I I did a self check Mm -hmm. at home at home I Mm -hmm. did because we are taught how to do it and then I felt something Mm -hmm. there was like a lump lump Mm -hmm. on on that part and then I immediately um, made an appointment with uh, Obigaini to check and then a lot of series of check um, the mammogram, the ultrasound, and and then initially it was benign. Uh-huh. So, mm. yeah, that's how it started. And how did you reach the Friends of Cancer patients? Well, um, yes, because this is, you know, treatment of cancer is very uh, expensive. Mm-hmm. So I had my insurance, but, uh, and this treatment takes a lot like long period and my insurance already you know expired and mm. exhausted mm-hmm. so i have to seek help assistance sure. from the charities right. and uh, it's uh, friends of cancer patients who were there to support me what did they do exactly can you um, well delve into um, that? since i did already all um chemo and radiation um uh, they did my last series of treatment which is the immunotherapy which costing a lot, and I have to do it every three weeks. So they are the one who's you know, supported me there. Mm. Um, everything, um, medicines, um, um, tr- checkups, you know, everything that I needed for that um, immunotherapy. So all of that was done through the Friends of Cancer Friends Patients. Friends of Cancer Patients, yes. How did you um, find out about the Friends of Cancer Patients, by it the was way? Also, my doctors who uh-huh. told me where to go and who to ask because I really have no idea. Mm. It's my first time. And mm. uh, they guided me. They told me, don't worry. You don't have this insurance anymore. We'll get you through charities. Mm-hmm. And uh, they give me the number, email, and then I contacted them. They're very helpful. Um, it was also, you know, like 
they are the one contacting me mm. <laughs> to you know to follow up on me because sometimes you know I was on treatment I wasn't really feeling good yeah you know? yeah like forgetful mm. so they are the one who oh you have to submit this you have to do that so they are, they are always there along the way to have my approval everything and then yeah every time I have to do the treatment you know they are okay this is already approved you can just go to the hospital and do your treatment mm. you know it, it sounds it's life changing really is um, but that journey that you've been on how did that affect you not only physically but mentally as well because I can imagine it being quite detrimental yes it affected me in a lot of way um, yeah not only physically because of course physical changes you know balding and you know I lose weight mm. skin color change um, a lot of physical changes but the the, the difficult part is the, the mental mm. and the emotional mm. because it's like um, of course you cannot still accept that I had it of course and uh, I had kids so it's not easy you know the kids to see this so I'm really you know and that time it was pandemic it was <laughs> oh that's during the pandemic yeah during the oh, pandemic wow. that I had it uh, it was mm. Everybody is scared, right, <laughs> of dying, and I have that already. My immunity is very low, and um, of course, first thing I will think about is you know death, mm-hmm. and it's really like you know my mind is like you know always scared, afraid, yeah, yeah. unsure. Um, yeah, it was mentally you know like draining and physically you know I see myself in the mirror like different. I look. Yeah, uh, mm. different. <laughs> so you're a cancer survivor and a pandemic survivor at the same time. Uh, I had COVID also. Oh wow! Oh my gosh. During with my such, treatment, I had such COVID. Low immunity. Yeah. Wow. Beca- yeah, it was that re- is really bad. Right yeah. there. And then after COVID, I had shingles also. Oh wow! Because it was really low immunity. Of course. So, so it pick up on everything. Let me tell you, um, uh, or ask you, in fact, about the reaction of your family members and friends as well how were they how would you describe them um initially i didn't tell anyone i just my husband knows mm-hmm. um, then my sisters were here and uh, i didn't tell uh friends mm. <laughs> it was good that it was pandemic no one can see me <laughs> that time mm. but i wasn't i didn't want to come out i didn't want to tell oh, i have this or because What's the use? Mm. At the time, no, that was my feeling. Like what you said, mental. I don't mm. want. I don't want people to know. I don't want them to, you know, go, oh, feel sorry for me. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I feel ashamed that I have it. Mm. I don't want to, you know, tell people. It was not hard for me to accept. True. But then, um, yeah, it was there. My family only knows. Uh, I told them, my parents, and then my sisters who were here, and um, my husband. That's it. But about no kids? one else. When did your kids find out? When um, they start seeing the balding? Yes, they they notice why I'm always going out, why I'm always having these bandages, this you know, mm. and yeah, then they start. I see my hair f- uh, on the pillow, you know, a bunch really of hair, scared. and uh, yeah. and then I just say that you know uh, because my hair is you know it's not good. Let's shave it off. So we I let them. Yeah. Shave off my hair, so you know, just to make it look fun for them. But maybe they know something is going on, but they are not really. They don't know mm. because they were like four and five when mm. it happened. So, but it, 
uh, we just tell them that I'm not feeling well. They can see that, you know, I'm just sometimes on the bed, um, doesn't want to eat. Mm. Like, uh, feeling, like all of these things, nausea, um, Vomiting. Vomiting. Yeah. You Always know, running to the toilet. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, 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 you talked about the mental struggles that are associated with, with being a cancer patient. Would you, how important were your family uh, was, uh, when it came to overcoming those mental struggles? Well, my family, especially my children, has become my strength. So, uh, like what you said, mentally, I was really like losing so much hope because, of course, that time it was pandemic. And yeah, lack of finances mm-hmm. at times. I can only think about, you know, just like, okay, I don't want to do anything anymore. Just let it happen, whatever happens for me. So my family was there. Um, encouragement that, you know, it's okay, it's going to be fine. And uh, my kids, they are all my source of, you know, happiness and strength. And also not only family. Those people, like my doctors, like what I told you, they are the one even, you know, telling me, no, this is going to be fine. You will get out of this. My doctors has been like, you know, also, they give me this hope that I can be treated. Mm-hmm. And during my chemo also, it's, it's very important that you surround yourself with people who are much stronger. Because if you surround with people who are also negative, you will really, you know, go down mm-hmm. so sure. even the nurses i don't know her first time i had my chemo she speak to me we have the same faith and it's like you know it's a for me it was like oh i'm i'm poor i have this but then she made me realize like you know it's like wait you're not the only first person here that mm-hmm. had it even kids had it mm-hmm. so it makes me you know come it makes me come back to my senses yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not the first time i'm not the only one yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, you're not alone are, yeah there are many survivors somebody survived just you know it's a change of mindset yeah it's not it's not you poor or this and that you have to change it you have to be strong inside yeah. mentally because this affects everything mm. So, so it, it changed you after, it changed you in terms of your view on life. I'm sure it changed because every single person nowadays, when they see, let's say, um, catastrophes around the world, whether they're political, whether they're um, diseases spreading, killing people, whether it's hunger, whether it's um, conflicts happening, we always, you know, when we see other disasters we always say thank God to the to the life that we're living, right? And when we go through a disaster ourselves, that just changes a whole nother perspective that we have in life as well. Um, but a, a catastrophe, or maybe it's a blessing. I don't know how you look at it. Maybe some people look at it as a, I went through cancer and I survived it. That's a blessing from God. Or some people might say, I went through this disaster or through this catastrophe. But in both cases, I'm sure, something has changed in you afterwards you view the world differently can you describe that perspective yes. in particular what changed in you that's very true it, it made me you know look at see things differently on a positive side like um for example like like what i said no i had this i had this cancer mm. i cannot do anything anymore about it it's there already mm. so i just need to accept it because mm-hmm. before I cannot accept it 
I'm ashamed. But now, when I accepted it, it becomes like life becomes, you know, like important for everyone. Like mm-hmm. I appreciate small things. I appreciate that I'm still there with my kids. Mm-hmm. I can be with them. It's pandemic. We're all together That's true. in the house. They can see me like looking like different, but I mean, we're all together mm. and I appreciate it. And I'm so glad that, you know, it happened during pandemic. I survived the pandemic. In the news, there's so many people dying, but mm. I survived it. I had this cancer, but I survived it. So every small things, you know, like little things, like I'm grateful for, I have this bread I'm thankful for. Yeah. I may not even like always eat in a restaurant, but right now I'm grateful that I'm eating. This is the thing that makes me uh, thankful mm-hmm. that I can still experience this. I see my children, like it's been like maybe three years now. I still see them growing and I look at them. They're really like, you know, oh, they're grown up. And I'm mm. so thankful that I'm still here and I can see these things and I can be with them as, you know, whenever God wants me to be. But it's really different. And I see other cancer patients also who are losing hope because I have this also group of Filipino um, cancer patients. They're like, we're giving advices to everybody, you know, uplifting everyone because those new patients is still, of course, they are in denial. They're angry. They cannot accept it. Money is lacking, support. We don't have the family here. We don't have anyone to help mm. us. Someone single, no one to take care of her during the chemo, no one to drop her, no one. All of these things. So sometimes we really need someone mm. to be there and support. So now that I am a survivor, I, I, in my own little way, I try my best to really help. But, you know, not everyone needs help. So yeah. that's why yeah. we are very thankful. There is the Friends of mm. Cancer patient because financially this this sickness is really financially draining yeah yeah you know joan uh the moral of your story um really does state that even with those trying times and difficult circumstances or after those circumstances you overlook the superficial things in life and you just um you accept everything and uh, you don't take anything for granted anymore and you appreciate the small things like you said and i feel like that is one of the things that we take back from your story and from a lot of cancer survivors, uh, especially that we, um, we've we encountered before. I've actually spoken with a couple of cancer survivors and they all said the same thing. They said, we appreciate the small things much more now and we don't take life as seriously as we used to because at one point um, you might lose it all in one second. What was it? Was it worth it? You know, you worrying about things before hmm. you find you looking at um, you taking things too seriously. So you just, you know, it, it all comes down to you s- just appreciating the small things, appreciating your loved ones, the support of your loved ones, hmm. the presence yes. of those people who matter in the end. Um, I also want to ask you about the importance of early screening and detection from your point of view, because that is something that you've actually experienced. So let's talk more about that. Yes, uh, it's very important. That's why we have this every October, the the breast cancer awareness, because um, not everyone is doing it. So for me, um, yeah, I know about it. I was even joining these events before it 
it happened to me. I was just, you know, happy to see people wearing pink, so I will wear also pink. But I did not really take it like seriously. Like, you know, when you turn 40, you have to do this. You have to do mammogram, you have to do... Because for me, I was, I was strong. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel anything. I never have been hospitalized. No serious illness. So I just neglected, you know. Mm. Even though a lot of, you know, like this media people saying screening, screening. But people doesn't do it. But take it seriously because it's real. It can happen to anyone. I didn't know that it would happen to me. I don't have any vices. Never drink. Don't smoke. So I don't know where it came from. Mm -hmm. It just suddenly just painful. So it's very important that you do your screening. Take care of your health. When there is something wrong, run immediately to the doctor. You Mm -hmm. know, we know our body, right? Something is happening. You feel a pain that is not there before or there's changes in physical body. Go and check yourself. It's very important. Self-check also. You need to learn that. First, you have to do it by yourself every month. Those um, ladies, you have to check it every month. And uh, also, um, yeah, we have to eat healthy food, of course, and enough sleep and exercise. Yeah, It's not easy, but we have to do this for our mm. body. This body is, is not always there, you know. So like what you said, it can just go in a snap. Mm. So we are very just grateful that UAE, and everyone here, hospitals, uh, charities are there to support and to raise awareness because you cannot just say, oh, I don't know. No, like ignorance. No, there's no place for that because mm. it's everywhere. It's everywhere in UAE, everywhere around the world. They're raising awareness. So to to do the early detection, better to do the um, yearly mammogram or ultrasound and yeah, self-check. Joan, I've got to be honest, you're so positive when you talk about your journey. It's really moving. Um, Have you got a message to anyone who might be listening in that is on that journey that you've been through? Yes. um, For all those uh, cancer patients who are just diagnosed or still going through the treatment, I've been there and it's not easy. I know I can feel it. I know what's going on on your brain and your physical body even spiritual it will be affected so please hang in there i know that god didn't give you this just to punish you there's no such things god's give you this because he know you can get through it there are many people who are there to support don't because me i was negative also before but don't look at things negatively people are there reaching out because they really want to help mm-hmm. okay um we have to take down our pride and like what I said, acceptance. Acceptance is the best. You will be able to um, get all your treatment without you know, worrying or getting what is this they're giving me. Just accept it. Follow what the doctors tell you. Don't Google like what my doctor said. Don't check yeah. Mr. <laughs> Dr. Google. It's <laughs> the worst, yeah. <laughs> just go to the doctor. Trust your doctor. The people that matters to you, just spend more time with them only positive thoughts only things that will you know avoid negative people mm. make sure that you take care of your body you do the whatever needs like vitamins or food mm. fruits vegetables that you need to take enough sleep try your very best because maybe right now you're going through this 
for sure you will get out of it. Mm-hmm. I was able to come out of it. So I'm sure you will get out of it also soon. Not very, very soon, but you will come out of it and you will say, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy journey, but I'm thankful and grateful that God still allow me to stay here. Why? Because you still have a purpose. You'll come out of it. That yes. is the main takeaway here. You'll come out of it for sure. Uh, for Before we conclude, um, I would like to ask you, how long have you been cancer-free today? Um, so my last treatment was 2021 of oh, August. Wow. So now, yes. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. You are a hero. Yeah. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Joan Resta, a cancer survivor from Friends of Cancer Patients, for spending your morning with us and giving such motivational words as well. Thank you also Thank you for, for this time. Thank yes. you. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 7 a.m.